as God intended. Let's go. And welcome, healers, to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are never medicine, but love always is. Thank you so much, as always, for listening in and for sharing all of the wonderful broadcasts throughout the week. We really do appreciate it. By now, you probably know I'm Dr. H, and I'm here with all of my healing homies. Well, we're missing Dr. J tonight. She's traveling back home after a wonderful, wonderful tour of Dr. R- um Dr. Ed Group's facility at Global Healing, just a mind-blowing tour, all right, if you can do that. But I am here with the healing homies, Doc, uh, Dr. Brian Artis. What's up, brother? What's up, homie? <laughs> I'm doing good, <laughs> homie. <laughs> <laughs> and we're here also with the wonderful Nicola Burnett. How you doing, sis? I am doing great. Nice to see you guys. Mm-hmm. Ditto, ditto. And everybody, remember, you can check us out Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via our recorded podcast. And I'm going to tell you, there are a lot of great podcasts right there, right waiting to go. Just go to AmericaOutloud.com and go to Looking for Healing Radio. And you can also submit a question on there. And if you are using iHeartRadio or Spotify or Pandora Networks, you can also find us there. But just go ahead and download the America Out Loud phone app and, um, you know, listen in wherever you may be. Now, Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com. We want to start sharing the catalog with you, this wonderful, wonderful catalog. Um, I think last week, Dr. Artis, did we introduce foreign protein cleanse? Is that what we talked about last week? We did for a part part of the uh, presentation. Yes. Yeah, we did. Okay. Then let's go ahead and talk about, um, you know, one of the things I had just, I had just used was I used the vitamin C and I I talked about it on my show uh, earlier in the week, but I think the thing that was, that I want to share with everybody is we have um, another new product coming out that I'm really, really excited about. It's called Ultimate Cellular Health, inspired by yours truly, Dr. Henry Ely. And what it's designed to do is help people who are dealing with turbo cancers, people who are dealing with any type of cancer, but by helping to target mitochondria so mitochondria can really heal and we can get back into the proper shape of all the wonderful protein structures that go in to a healthy energy production process. So make sure you check out Ultimate Cellular Health from Global Healing. When you go there, make sure you save some money, put in promo code OUTLOUD, and give yourself a chance to try what medicine is really supposed to feel like. There's a great product. I'm going to bug him off air, but I got to bug Dr. Artis about this, uh, this EDTA that he's put together, which is out of the world, out of this world. And we got all these other wonderful products that we have in development at different stages. I just got some new stuff, Brian, yesterday from uh, 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 dimethylglycine that Dr. Uh, group put together with Judy, with Dr. Judy Mikovits. I got a sample of the um, glutathione. He's got this new concentrated glutathione that I can't wait to try out. And then he's got uh, something that's coming out with Dr. Jana Schmidt, but we'll let her talk about that one next week. And 
it's exciting and it's delicious. That's what's so cool about all of that stuff is it tastes good too, mm-hmm. right? So you want to like put it in your body, you know? Yep. It is awesome. In fact, if you go through his facility, you'll see all these plants being pressed. You just take an eyedropper and just squeeze up the juices and suck it in your mouth. They're all delicious. It's awesome. We yesterday drank something that's in your product, the foreign um, protein cleanse, uh, the gold water, which is just... particle gold water. Yeah. <laughs> and it was purple. And it's so crazy. It's... <laughs> I, I can't wait. I'm, I talked to the uh, the the gentleman who put it all together, the process, and I'm going to see if he wants to come on the radio show with us and just awesome. for we'll we'll see if we can bring him on to a, a Q and A session and just have him pretty, on for the whole. This dude is a genius. Pretty fascinating. Right? Yep. It's some pretty wild, wild stuff. All right, well, folks, we got a great show for you today. Of course, we're going to be doing your questions. We're going to do all Q and A today. Um, in, in the second segment and third segment, and we'll see where the questions take us. So make sure you keep submitting those questions. Go to americaoutloud.com, go to the Looking for Healing show page, and right at the top, you can submit your questions, and we will always answer as many as we can get to. But for right now, let's jump in with the healing homies and see what are we talking about this week. Let's go over to Nicola, who wasn't with us last week. Thank you. So good to see you and have you back, sis. What do you talk? What did you talk about this week on your show? You know, I'm doing a four-part series interview with a client of mine who's been through a good portion, not in the entire program, but a good portion of the program and getting a real detailed uh, description of her experience because I thought it would be an interesting thing. So many people are unfamiliar with holistic health, right? It's just a term that's thrown around. And it's like, okay, what does it actually look like and what does it feel like? Because it's not just taking probiotics. It's not just taking, you know, something simple like that. It's, it's, it's really, there's a science behind it. There's a method. There's, there's um, a whole thing behind that whole process. So, cause I think a lot of times people just think, oh, holistic health, it's, it's fluff, it's garbage, it doesn't really work. Oh, just take a little of this and a little of that. And it's so much more than that. So so that's what uh that's what I've been doing the past couple of shows, actually. Oh, this is this is fantastic. And we've been hearing so many great things about the interviews that you've been doing. I wish I had the time to listen to them. And I can't wait to now finally, as we get a little bit slower and into the winter months, hopefully. Uh, the schedule well it's probably going to be closer to thanksgiving but things slow down a little bit and i can actually go oh i get to listen to a radio show too <laughs> As we yeah i know what that's like yeah right i know right, right. I to we listen are... to your guys' show and i get like 10 minutes into it right <laughs> that's i was so happy because yeah. at healing for the ages i finally got to sit down and like watch a whole presentation from dr artist and i was just like oh this is why everybody loves him, obviously. Yes, well, I know why I love him. But I was like, he's super incredible on stage, too. And it was just, it's just, dude, that was such an incredible presentation and layout. So what do you got going on this week? I will speak to that, though, too, because timing, uh, we only have so much time in a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. But I actually very intentionally told everybody that was participating and speaking at the Healing for the Ages conference, I want all of us to sit and watch each other do their presentations. So mm-hmm. we had a whole row set up front for all of just all of us to just sit and watch the other guys and gal do their presentations. And that was important to me. I didn't want to miss anything. And I was learning from every one of y'all's presentations. And mm-hmm. uh, and and just so you know, Ely, secretly, I've been trying to 
re- recreate your dance moves on stage because uh, <laughs> I was mightily impressed. I was like, wow, and where in the world do you get those jackets? I need one of them sparkling jackets with the rhinestones. We're going to set you up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning from you too, brother. Don't worry. So uh, anyway, it's just very exciting. And uh, it was a great opportunity to sit and learn and listen to researchers and presenters and clinicians, uh, watch them do what they were blessed naturally and gifted to do. And it was very, very, very awesome. And we're all very different in the way we present. It's very obvious to watch, isn't it? And mm-hmm. uh, to see us on stage like Jana, I'm like, oh my God, how can not everybody watch her talk all day long? Like just right. super calm, super nice. Uh, Ed Group makes everything seem like it's no big deal. Right. And, uh, <laughs> You're talking about horrific stuff. And it was like, yes. it's not so bad. <laughs> like, like, it's no big deal. And everybody knows this stuff, right? That's kind of how he presents. And it's really, to me, it's super humorous because he'd be like, you know, they can actually tell you to kill yourself. And then he would turn around, and look at his, uh, his slideshow, like the display wall. And he'd go, not that I'm going to tell you anything scary. And I'm like, what? And everybody started laughing. Like, you just said they could tell us to kill ourselves, crazy man. But uh, it was really funny to watch that. Then, of course, you're very engaging. And I've never heard anybody but a preacher say amen as many times as I got the audiences to say that to you. That was really quite fun and unique. I loved it. But uh, the energy of everybody was phenomenal. So what did I talk about this week, though? Uh, I actually talked about, I don't know if y'all know this, but this month happens to be also Prostate Awareness Month. So I did an entire presentation on what the medical profession professes is the cause of prostate enlargement called benign prostate hyperplasia and then prostate cancer. What PSA levels mean for a uh, 25 to 35, 35 to 45, 45 and older young man or man. And, And then I actually went through what the statistics are and the symptomatology to know at what point are you having these symptoms and younger and younger men are having this issue even in the 20s and 30s, starting to have dribbling upon urination, uh, nocturia, which is peeing at night m- multiple times. And these are all signs you've got a bigger problem. So I went through all the side effects of a, a large prostate. What are b- going to be the complications? Then I took the audiences through what are known and published ways to heal the actual prostate, drug-free, vaccine-free, surgery-free, and radiation-free. And, uh, that was a, for me, it was very exciting. I don't know if y'all know this, but about six years ago, I actually started out with a story six years ago, I was 40. And when I turned 40, I started waking up like six times a night to urinate (laughs) and then it would like dribble at the end of it. And I was like, that's so weird. Why is it dribbling? I've never had a dribbling, uh, flow before. And so over about six months, this was going on. I was like, I'm tired of waking up in the middle of the night. I hate this stuff. This is weird. And man, I've heard people rumor since I was in chiropractic school, this will happen to men in their forties. So I'm already 40 on the dot. So I actually contacted a manufacturer, gave them a list of herbs I've used and minerals I've used over the years in combination from different companies to fix other people's prostate problems. And I had a manufacturer seriously make me 24 only bottles for myself that lasted five years. Mm -hmm. Well, I actually only took them. I took two a day and within two weeks of taking the product I formulated, all of my symptoms disappeared. They have never returned. I've never had a single issue ever. I haven't even woken up once in five years uh, to go urinate. Not ever. It doesn't matter how much I drink, how much I, how much water I have before I go to bed. It doesn't matter. So I wanted to make sure people knew up front, you do not have to live with these symptoms. I don't care what anybody's told you. This is the ways I fixed it for myself. This is how you can heal yourself at home. You know, I, I got a follow-up question to that before I get into what I talked about, because I want the audience to get a real good appreciation for everything that comes out of you. Because like 
that was kind of what blew me away at the conference was just how incredibly thorough everything you present is, you know, and in, in terms of the research. So for like um, something like that show in terms of the amount of research you put in for it and putting it all together, how much time does it take you to kind of go through and do all that kind of research and, and organize it for your audiences? Oh, that's a, that is a great question, actually. Uh, that's not a joke, but I spent building the presentation for the second day in the Healing for the Ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably spent eight days building that out, like probably two and three hours, four hours sometimes in a particular day, building out that entire presentation. And I'm very anal that what mm-hmm. you see on the screen follows my thinking process to mm-hmm. destroy a narrative and then substantiate a claim and then support that claim. And I need you to visually be able to follow my thought processes because the only way I want to talk about it is if I could make it make sense to me. And so I literally am showing you where my mind goes. Like when I find an article and I read a sentence, I will actually go, copy, paste, what does that mean? Plug it in. And I want to know what's the definition of that. I've never even heard of that before. And so I actually lay out the slides just like that. And the discovery you get to watch as I discovered. And uh, to me, it's a lot of fun. A lot of people react that it's very well done. But for example, the prostate one that I did, it probably Mm -hmm. took me six hours to lay out a 45 minute presentation in a slide form. And that's gathering screenshots in order, hyperlinks. And I actually love building PowerPoint presentations Mm -hmm. visually. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like how I lay them out. It's helpful to me. I hope it's helpful to the audiences. And in every case, I want to make sure embedded in the slides is a hyperlink to get the actual article I'm showing you. And so for me, it is always a show and tell moment, which is why I've never cared about what naysayers have ever said. I'm like, you can watch, I can lay it out for you. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this to you. But if you're unwilling to read, I can't help you. If you're not willing to look, I can't help you. Amen. If you're not willing to open your mind to new concepts and ideas, then I can't help you there either, buddy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got to say, like, that was my main thought when I was um, sitting in the audience and watching your work. Because I've watched uh, I've watched a bunch of your stuff, but I haven't ever had a chance to watch everything start to finish. Yep. And so, like for like, for somebody that presents like me, I'm like, you know, when you see, you can see the thought process very clearly, you can see it and you start getting like knowing what goes on behind the scenes to acquire all that. It's like, it's like, I was looking at that and I was like, this is a hour and a half, two hour presentation he's doing that must've taken at least 40 to 50 hours to build easily, you know, easily. Right. And it's like, and I don't know that if people really understand that they see the finished product and act like, well, yeah, it didn't take him two hours to do a two hour (laughs) presentation. That's not how it works. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So we, we, I want to, I want to make sure the audience appreciates that about you. And one of the things I've been telling folks is I'm like, look, I'm, I really pride myself on being able to assimilate information very quickly. Like I can take information, connect dots, put stuff together and I was like, I think the thing that a lot of people miss about you is that you are probably the fastest person I've ever seen be able to assimilate information and connect it. But it's because you look at yourself as a student and that's exemplified by you having, he, Brian was the only one of us that sat in the front row for every single presentation and he's constantly acquiring new information and putting it into his organi- organizational structures in his mind of how he sees the world and how he sees natural medicine. And it is incredibly efficient and incredibly fast. Like I've never seen, like, 
I'm really good. And I'm still, I was telling, uh, I was telling my girl afterwards, I was like, the thing that people miss about Brian is that he can assimilate information faster than anybody I've ever seen. And well, that, I'll tell you, I actually had an FBI profiler come into my practice as an, as a patient about yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. And, and I did a 30 minute evaluation and he goes, uh, before I leave this room and go to the front desk, he goes, there's something very odd about you that I would like to give a, give you a test. And I said, what's this test? And he goes, well, I took my FBI profiling skills and I actually turned it into a way to analyze what are the strengths and weaknesses of a, of any individual, particularly those that are entrepreneurs and businessmen. And now I've taken the skills for analyzing what's the personality profiles of a criminal and actually reversed it and gone, well, what's the strengths and weaknesses of an entrepreneur and how can we build on top of what your weaknesses are and your strengths and continue to support those. And he said, it's a $3,000 test. Do you mind if I just give it to you for free? It'll take you two hours. And I said, sure, that's fine. I'll do it. So he sends it to me and I was like, I don't know if I have two hours. I don't know how long it's going to take me to do it. I took this test and it was timed. Like when you logged into the computer internet system, it was timed. And this two hour test, it said it's going to take two hours. And the guys told me it's going to take you two hours. It took me 35 minutes. And I was was done and I hit enter, got off. And then the next day he's at my front door when I showed up at the office, first thing in the morning, he doesn't have an appointment. He's like, uh, I'm going to wait out here for you to go to lunch. And I said, that's in four hours. And he's like, it doesn't matter. Meet me over there at that restaurant across the street. Okay, fine. So we go over there and he, he, he's standing, he's sitting in front of me and his hands, Nicola are like two inches from my face. He's sitting in front of me and he's talking to me like this (laughs) with his hands in front of my face, nonstop moving. And every time he would stop a sentence, I would look out the window to his, to his left, my right. I'd look out the window and then I'd look back at him as he's talking and changing, shifting his sentences. And he stops after five minutes. He goes, um, I'm sorry. I need to stop. I need to ask you a question. I said, sure. And he goes, how many patients that you saw this morning have you evaluated in your mind in the five minutes I was talking to you? (laughs) And I went just like this. Actually, I just reviewed seven brand new patients. And uh, while you were talking, there's things I want to add to their report of findings and questions I want to ask on their next follow-up. And uh, every time I would look out the window, I was trying to make sure I could put in my brain, when you get back to work, put this in that file. And he goes, no, no, he goes, this is why my hands are in front of you nonstop. I need you to stay focused on me while I'm talking. This is based on your answers on the test. And I said, okay. And he goes, can I tell you something real quick? So maybe it'll help you just intently try to focus on me. I said, sure. And he goes, the average human mind can process audibly about 75 to 85 words a minute, like process them and understand them. You're over 260, man. So yeah. I have to I have to keep your attention here because you'll fill in the gaps of pausing between words and between sentences. <laughs> and I said, uh, okay, fine. And uh, anyway, I was like, well, that's just how I am. This is why I was bored in every school class ever. And I was always right. reading encyclopedias or reading something right. to try to fill the gaps. But uh, right. my mind really does work that fast. And it's almost as fast at building out presentations to follow my thought processes. And you guys are going to be blown away. One of the coolest things at the Healing for the Ages conference for me was the EMF, sorry, the EMF 5G stuff, yeah. Wi-Fi stuff, that stuff. I've never even thought, well, I've thought about it, but never really cared about it that much. Right. But leaving there and watching those presentations of you and Ely, are you in group? I was like, oh my God, I have got to dive into that because there, there has to be more to it than just this snake venom aspect of protecting double-stranded breaks is how I thought. Sorry, right. audience, if you didn't know what I'm talking about, you'll watch the Healing for the Ages conference. But uh, I just want you to know that 
I, I, you have got to see the presentation I started building out yesterday on EMFs. I titled it EMFs 101. And I'm going to start with wait. what in the world are EMFs? Because I had to like define it for me. What is a non-thermal EMF, thermal EMF? I had to break it all down. Wait till you see what I've created. I cannot believe it. This is going to be super exciting. Oh, and on top of that, let me just tell you what else is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Do you guys know who Jim Shepard is? No. Jim yeah. Shepard. I didn't either until about an hour ago. Jim Shepard, I get this email from somebody saying to my wife, I don't know how they got to my wife's email. She forwarded it to me and goes, honey, you might want to look at this. Somebody's been trying to get a hold of you for six months, like every single day. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? Well, where are they trying? Well, they were going through the Dr. Artist Show website into my Artist Labs company's website. And I was like, okay, well, who is it? So I'm reading through the emails and there's tons of these emails, but Jim Shepard, is the founder and creator of all Berkey water filter systems. And he oh. desperately he desperately wow. wants a phone call with me, a private phone call after watching the Watch the Water documentary about six months ago. Yeah. And uh, so I just fired back an email to him and I said, yep, I'd love to visit. I'd love to talk. And, uh, yeah. and then I told him about what we mentioned with your work, Ely, on the black yeah. uh, Berkey filters for gravity yeah. filtration and uh, how well they performed. And so I looked forward to having that uh, conversation. yeah 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 i want to i want to talk with him too <laughs> i got some i got some things i would love hey. to have uh, i'd love you have on that conversation too and it would be great to have them be a sponsor for our future healing for the ages conference oh I, i'd love it yeah I, I mean it's perfect right yeah all right well hey um i'm gonna i'll tell you what i was talking about and then we'll start taking some questions uh we got to jump to the break everybody we'll be right back with more looking for healing radio right after these messages For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. All right, healers, welcome back. Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you, where one day we hope to have coursework from Nicola Burnett and Dr. Brian Artis and Dr. Jana Schmidt. And so many more folks, um, just like them, incredible humans doing incredible human things um, and just sharing their incredible breadth of knowledge with you. So we are going to keep on that. And I'm sure very soon we're going to start seeing some coursework out of them because I want to see a class from Dr. Brian Artis and what that's going to look like. Uh, but in the meantime, we have some great stuff there already. Please check out our holistic nutrition certification. If you, if you are just tired of your job, you want something better, you want to be doing something with your life that gives you purpose, that makes you feel like I am making a difference in the world and I love what I'm doing at the same time. If you love nutrition and you want to learn how to really make it rock for you and for everyone you love, check us out, energetichealthinstitute.org. Check out our holistic nutrition certification you are going to love it. It's 1,200 hours of awesomeness, 
and we are taught by people who really love you and people who are doing it themselves. So it's not like you're just reading a book or something like that. It's real interaction, real love, real information, and real healing all at the same time. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org. All right. So for me, um, before we get into questions from everybody, quick story. So when I was in medical school, um, I was I was like you, Brian. I was somebody that was just sitting in class bored. You know, you're sitting in bored. You're just like sitting in the back of the classroom while the folks would be up there, you know, talking about biochemistry or herbology or whatever. You know, I'm in the back listening to what they're doing, but I'm also reading, you know, I'm reading some other book or something like that and working on something else. And then when they say something interesting, it'll break my concentration from what I'm doing there. And then I'll, you know, you know, you know, it is like, just, then you go back into what you're doing. But I had a homie in, in class with me by the name of Joseph, who was the same way. And we would just be sitting in the back, like bored, like looking at each other, you know, like, why am I in this thing? I could have read this presentation in like 15 minutes you know, and, but, you know, you're doing the whole dog and pony show. And so what we used to do is we used to race each other during tests. So we would always see who could finish the test first. We knew we were getting A's, you know, but it was just see who could, who was going to get that test done first. And sometimes he'd beat me and sometimes I'd beat him, but it would be so much fun looking at everybody's face in the classroom because they'd be struggling on the test and it'd be like 10 minutes into the test and we're done. You know, and you're right up to the front to turn it in. Yeah, right. We're just going weird. It was just this personal thing for four years. You know what I'm saying? We're going back and forth. But what was so interesting about him is he has a similar background, a similar upbringing as you, you know, and it was a very, um, even at that time too, it was a very unlikely pairing, but it worked, you know, and it worked because there was a lot of incredible respect and there was a, a respect of intellect. And I think that's where you get into this wonderful experience with people that we all share on this radio show and at Healing for the Ages. There's a respect of intellect, even though the styles are different. There's just this respect of, hey, you got some brain power under that hood, you know, <laughs> and it's pretty, pretty cool. That's so, one of the things uh, I wanted to make mention to in the Q&As. Remember, I looked at all of you and I said, hey, all of you, yeah. Nicola was there. I said, hey, all of you. Yeah. How much of the information we just shared did you learn after school? Yeah, <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> All of it. Right? Like everybody in the room. I, the reason why I did that was is everybody in the room or at home is going to be thinking they can't learn this stuff because they don't have the degrees that we do. We, we didn't learn any of this stuff. Hardly. Maybe 10% mm-hmm. of it was presented to us in school at some point. The rest of it, we've had to do it through our own research clinically applying stuff personally mm-hmm. and in a clinic setting and in our own life and see how does it actually impact us. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we saw its impact was massively positive or damaging, we let it go. If it was positive, we kept it. And uh, that's, that's, it. that's really as simple so as true. it is. That is so true. Yeah. Right. If it works, you do it again and you see if it works again. And if it doesn't, you let it go. It's like, Oh, that doesn't. And we, and in the process, we spend a lot of money, a lot of time trying to get to yep. those things that actually work the best, you know, and then once something does start working, you start tinkering with it, seeing where does it synergize, seeing where's the sequencing going, seeing, you know, can I find a better version of it, you know, and and things like that. And you just start, but the the intent is to get better and better at what's already good, yep. right? That's and that's, right. that's really what it, it comes down to. So um, this week, just real quick, everybody, this week, what did I talk about? I talked about um, alkalinity. Uh, versus acidity. 
And, awesome. but I talked about it from an interesting angle, something we teach at the school called net effect pH. And we talked about it from the standpoint of a lemon. Why is a lemon acidic out of the body, but alkalizing in the body? And so we go into that whole explanation of what's happening. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, it's a fun show. And I'm going to be teaching, I'm going to be bringing more of this to teaching concepts because it's really like, I think what we're all getting to Nicola and, and, you know, and Dr. Brian and Dr. Jana, I think what we're all really getting to here is we're not here to teach you what to think. We're here to teach you how to think. And I think that's what we're really doing is sharing our thought processes. And what you start getting into is there's so much overlap and congruency in our thought processes, like how we break a problem down to get to where the solution has to be. But the desire to get to the solution is what makes I think all of us who we are, we're searching for that solution for people to help them. When somebody comes to us and pays us money and asks us question, even if they don't pay us money, who cares about that? But when they ask a question, we want to be right, not for our ego, but for them, right? I want to give you good information that is actually going to help you. That's what makes me feel good at night, that I did something good in the world, right? So- yeah, um, and healing. Right, and yeah, right, if it, if it, it, that's what we say with the rubber's got to meet the road folks. And, you know, all of the stupid ego tripping and the money pursuits and the I'm smarter than you intellect, you know, egghead wars and all that, you know, it doesn't mean anything. What matters is that the people who come to us feel better. That's all they're coming to us for anyway. They're not coming to us to put a cape around us. They're coming for us because they need some help. And if we can provide that help, then it makes it all worth it. Like I remember back when I first got started, I spent like pretty much six months with just Nat, with uh, Netter's Atlas of Human Anatomy. I would actually go to Manny's Bakery on La Brea in Los Angeles on a Friday and a Saturday night when everybody else is going clubbing. And I would just break open Netter's Atlas and sit there and read it and have some tea, you know, for hours and hours and hours. I was just so fascinated with this incredible divine design that we had. It was like, oh my God, this all is designed to work beautifully. So why isn't it working beautifully? And then when you start asking that question, of course, it takes you into the pharmaceutical industry. There you go. That's that's the one. What what edition is that? What edition is that? Yeah, I'm holding the uh, Netters. This is, is the second third? edition. Second, See, second edition is the best edition because it has a key picture in it. Yep. We're going to nerd out for a second, folks. Where's my Netters? You want yeah, we're a bunch of nerds here. <laughs> It's actually sitting right in front of me, my Atlas of Human Anatomy. It's one of the only books I kept from college outside of like right. blood analysis and what the markers mean. I kept hey, Brian, too. look at that binding. It's held together by tape. By <laughs> right, look at look at look at this. This is this is how much this book has been oh, opened awesome. and used. Right, it's been loved a lot. That's right, awesome. so now check this out. Go to this page in your second edition. This is my favorite picture in here. All right. Just put up with us, folks. We're we're nerding out for a second. Uh, which which plate are we on? Plate five eleven. Okay, five eleven. This is a cross sectional view of the, the skin. skin. Yep, I'm there. Right. I love. Well, this my first love is uh, in natural medicine. Is is touch is is myofascial body work. So that just opened up this huge world and explained what Ida Rolf was talking about, the yeah. the infinite connectivity of the human body via the the myofascial lines in the body. I was like, oh my God, it starts all the way at the the dermal layer. 
-hmm. and it goes all the way down to the periosteum of the bone and it actually penetrates through some of the bone and it all you know it just it may you just start i learned more out of this book than probably any one single book in all of everything i've ever studied right i loved this book right and it's just pictures illustrations you know what's crazy? In the third edition, they take that plate out. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, Novartis, of course they did, right? It was a good plate. So they took yeah. it out. <laughs> so anyway, let's get to some questions now. We've had enough of us all, you know, but hopefully you like that kind of stuff. And especially for those of you that are on the verge of really stepping into being a student, right? That yes, it's okay to fall in love with something. This is never going to break your heart. Natural medicine is never going to break your heart. All right. Can I do something fun before we get to questions? Yeah, go for it. Why not? Okay, Nicholas. <laughs> hey, Nicola. Nicola yes. Burnett. Yes. Have you ever heard of anybody having a symptom called gout? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if I was to ask you, if a normal person listening to Looking for Healing Radio or attending the Healing for the Ages, before they ever got any answers to something like this, if I asked you, where would typically a layperson be referred to go see an individual for symptoms of something like gout? Where would they go medically, do you think? You mean like a nephrologist? Yeah. I mean, they might go to a nephrologist. Most of the time, they're actually found referred to a rheumatologist for a supposed autoimmune inflammatory condition. But uh, nephrologists are kidney specialists, liver specialists. Do they even have hepatologist. That'd be really funny. They should. I'm not really sure. I haven't, I haven't met one that just specializes in liver, but uh, for those people with gout, I just want to give an example here. Most of them are going to be sent to a rheumatologist and are going to be prescribed prednisone or some kind of anti-gout drug. The problem with this is, is I'm going to give you an example of my learning process. I, Dr. Brian Artis, actually had gout and I didn't even know it. I had it for 10 years from the time I turned 18 years old till I was 27. And I played basketball in high school, college, middle school. And I'd always have this big toe pain that would last for like five days. And it would just ruin my whole life walking, running, but I still played through the pain it just sucked, but I never knew why it was there. But then I was invited to attend a free lecture in chiropractic school during lunch. And only like five of the students in the whole school went. I only went because the woman's husband who was coming to talk was a student in my class and she was a 50-year medical doctor who was a student in my chiropractic school and at the time I just thought that was so much fun to have her there so her husband comes in to do a presentation and I was like heck yeah I'm gonna go learn from these two MDs well this MD husband that came in is an endocrinologist and he happens to flippantly say this at the end of his diabetes presentation he goes oh I've got about five extra minutes here in my presentation how many of you have ever heard of a condition called gout now, I checked out because I've never heard of gout, but I'm watching him. And he goes, let me put up on the screen some of the common symptoms. Big toe pain in one of your feet, uh, ankle pain, knee pain. And I was like, wait a minute. The first sign or symptom is big toe pain? I have that all the time. Holy crap, do I have gout? And then in this five-minute span, he goes, and just so you know, there's three common foods we always look for to see. Are you eating any of these at high amounts to create your gout scenario of pain? red meat, red wine, and cheese. Now, at the time, I was Mormon and have never tried red wine, so I eliminated that one as a possibility. But man, do I love red meat and cheese. So sitting there, I was like, huh, that's weird. And then he starts explaining how the body's liver makes uric acid that your kidneys then convert into urine and you pee it out. And I was like, 
Wow, that's weird. I didn't know that. Okay, so I just listened to this guy. Now listen, looking for healing radio. I hope this applies to someone because for some reason I've never felt about talking about this before. Maybe someone in the audience needs to hear this. All right. When we're saying we're trying to make you into a student, here was Dr. Artis, who was really a student at the time, learning from another professional, just happened to hear something, maybe on a podcast. This was in a physical lecture. And I went home and I went like this, Ely and Burnett. I went just like this. If it's meat or cheese, when do I have the most red meat and cheese? And I actually thought about it all week long. And I was like, oh my God, as a student, I was broke, but I would actually grill steaks baked potatoes and salads on Friday nights when the school week was over and clinical week was over. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a test. I'm going to eat my 12 ounce filet steak. I usually make on the weekends with my baked potato with sour cream and cheese. And then my salad with cheese on it and ranch. I'm going to eat all that. And I want to see what happens. Let's see what happens to my big toe pain. Cause I didn't have any during the week when I heard this lecture, but it would just come and go sporadically. It felt like so I go and I eat this meal, not a joke, on Friday night, I cook my steak, eat my baked potato, my salad. On Monday morning, I wake up, you two, with severe big toe pain. Two days later, I wake up with severe pain that lasts four days to walk on in my right foot. The next Friday, I went like this. Okay, I'm going to find out if it's the meat, right? This is just me experimenting on myself. So I took the 12-ounce filet steak and I cut it in half. And I grilled it and I ate the same amount of baked potato, sour cream and cheese and salad with cheese and ranch. The Monday after zero pain, zero pain, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, come Friday. Do you know what this student did? He went like this. I'm going to eat that whole damn steak again. The 12 ounces with the baked potato and the salad. I'm going to see, is it really the red meat? So I ate the 12 ounces Monday morning, severe toe pain. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday comes. I cut it in half, do it again. Do you know that was when I was 28 years old? I'm now 46. I have never, ever, 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 ever since then have ever once had any pain in any joint in my entire body ever since. But I've eaten red meat ever since. All I do is eat six to eight ounces and I never will get the pain. Isn't this amazing? This is me being a student taking information and going, huh, I wonder if I can experiment with myself and figure out which one it is. If it wasn't the red meat, I would have tried eliminating the baked potato with the sour cream and cheese and just seeing, is it the cheese I'm eating or the steak? If this was me proving that guy being right or wrong and my whole life was saved from something I learned in school called the mouse bite appearance on a bone on x-ray where gout literally eats up the bone in your body, literally oh. eats it up and you develop what's called gouty arthritis, which is disabling to people over time. It's never been that you're lacking a drug and now you have gout. No, you're eating something and putting something in your body. And for all those at home, go look up the highest purine foods yeah. list. <laughs> P-U-R-I-N-E-S. And it will tell you all the foods that cause elevated uric acid to lead to gout. And all of you on drugs, you can let the drugs go. You never needed a drug. A lack of a drug did not cause your actual gout symptoms. But some over excess amount of food your body wasn't able to clear is yep. causing it. This is an example of becoming a student. I've never relied on another doctor teaching me ever again how to fix me of my gout. All I had to do was listen to one and go like this. Huh. I wonder if I can apply these principles in my life on my own. <laughs> I didn't have to call anybody to find out. I could just try it and see. Anyway, it works. <laughs> That's why looking for healing is so exciting to me. Give you these principles and watch how it happens.
Amen. Amen. All right, folks, we're going to actually, Nick, let me, let me yeah. break us then so we can come, yeah, back, okay. come right back I, with you first. I'm going to get, ask Brian a couple questions about that when we get back. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So folks, we're going to take a quick break on and be right back with more looking for healing radio and your questions right after these messages. Change in the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. All right, healers, welcome back. We have a couple of really cool and quick questions from Dr. J, and uh, we are going to get to your questions, maybe. <laughs> no, we will. We'll get to a couple of questions for you today. Dr. Oh, wait, did I say Dr. J? Yeah. She's not even here. What I know. Talking about, I know. That's what I was like, what yeah. she sent him in. Yep. I must be on some here in spirit. chewable crack or something like that. Here, let's go to Nicola. <laughs> Nicola, what were your questions for Dr. Artis? Hey, I just wanted to ask, I've seen this a lot. So first of all, I'm still stuck on this thought. So I don't know if this is just a Nevada thing, but never uh, would a gout, if you had gout, you were going to see a nephrologist. I've actually never heard of a rheumatologist in Nevada being referred. And I used to work a long time ago, another lifetime in, in the hospital system. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I just thought that was interesting, but I, I wanted to mention, I've seen a lot of vegetarians with gout mm -hmm. or I've worked with, I should say in my practice, a lot of vegetarians with gout. So just wanted to throw it out there. Did you see that a lot as well in your I, practice? I have seen it, but I've also seen a lot of vegetarians eating vegetarian Oreos from Newman's brand as their mm -hmm. lunch and dinner, thinking it was all vegetarian. And I was like, uh, you got to give that crap up. So really, truly glyphosate in non-organic foods, if they're not eating organic vegetarian, that's going to be an issue. But there are vegetables, a huge list of them that actually have and convert to higher amounts of uric acid based on their purine levels 
That is an absolute published fact. So if you pull up a list of vegetables that contain the highest amount of purines, it'll give you the list. And you just want to make sure you avoid those veggies. If you are a vegetarian, please limit your sugar intake. Uh, and don't make that an excuse for eating high sugar content because that also adds to the inflammation, obviously. Yeah, right. Okay. I, those, those were just my quick questions. Yeah, that's great. And I will and I will tell you, the liver's the only thing that produces all the uric acid. So I find it funny they were being referred to and they know I know they are at times being referred to nephrologists. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Why aren't you being referred to the liver specialist where the body's right. making the amount of uric acid? It's kind of like that discussion we had at the conference about TSH when Ely's like, I don't want to hear another flipping doctor say that someone's <laughs> got a thyroid problem and they're only looking at TSH. It has nothing to do with the thyroid. And I was like, oh, my God, the kidneys really don't have anything to do with the amount of uric acid in your body. It's just how much they can handle to convert into urine yeah. so you can pee it out. Right. It's really, a yeah. liver is producing too much uric acid. Why is your body making uric acid? It makes it from purines in your food. So look at the foods with the highest amount of purines and just reduce the dose. I, I didn't tell you I quit any of the foods I was eating. I just reduced the amount of one. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to comment on that because I've, I've always heard – like in, in school, right? In college, that that it's always related to meat and meat consumption. And when I started actually working with real people, uh, most of the people that I attract are really educated consumers. They've done their homework. Most of them are vegan and vegetarian. And I was I see it all the time. So yeah, most of them are most of them are cheeseitarians, right? Most that, that's, let's, let's 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 be clear. Most vegetarians are just cheeseitarians, right? It's the same thing you get with the Atkins folks where they're just like permission to eat as much meat as I possibly can eat. Pound you of know? pork bacon every meal. Right. And it's like, well, it's healthy for me. The it's McDonald's healthy. vegetarian, right? Stop. You know, and then and then what we get into is the whole, you know, we get into the 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 importance of then intermittent fasting. Like what does intermittent fasting do at the very it helps control calorie count, calorie consumption, it helps drop things down, right? So, you know, I mean it's it's like we've been saying, and it's just keep it super simple for everybody listening in. The people of the world have been taught how to eat themselves to death. Oh, that's so true. You know, yeah, it's like a pig trough when you go to that, a restaurant, right? Yeah, that's all it is. It's like, you know, yeah. and it's like you don't need that much, especially when you are done growing height wise, you know, when you've when you've reached into your 20s. And so you don't just don't need that much. And then we have everybody sit down on their butts all day. And what do people do? Like, I, I need to eat three meals a day or else I'm starving. What do people say? Like the consciousness of that thought, right? Of, oh, my God, I'm starving. No, you are not. You are you are decide you are 500 pounds overweight. You are definitely not starving. I hate to break the bad news to you. What you are is you're hungry and your body's trying to heal and bring you back into balance, but you don't like the way that sensation feels because you've been taught that it's bad when actually it's really good as long as, because there's a big difference between starving and anyway, I mean, you can just, I, I, one of the things that's hard for me folks is like when, when you go out in public, and you just see people who are overweight sucking down empty calorie sodas and things like that. The big old 32 ounce and the 64 ounce sodas and carrying it. It's just like, cause you can look at their bodies and you're like, you, you, you can, you're not healthy number one, but you clearly aren't feeling good. 
you know, and that thing in your hand is, is basically you're sucking down glyphosate and carbon dioxide and ridiculous sugar that's feeding all these bad, you know, I sound like Ed right now, don't I, Brian? And, you're feeding <laughs> you back, you know, and, and everything, but it's just like, you, you look at them and you're just like, you're miserable and you're the one making yourself miserable. And I can speak on this for this reason. You all may not know this about me. I mean, I'll tell this story one time. I used to be 50 pounds overweight you know, and I know what that looks like. I know what that feels like when you have to buy bigger pant sizes and your friends are talking about you behind your back and laughing at you and making fun. of. I know what all that feels like. It doesn't feel good. And you know what I had to do to stop it? Simple, change how I eat and change what I eat. And then the body magically gets to it back to its own homeostasis. Well, we got a couple, let's at least get a couple of questions in here for folks. Uh, But I hope you enjoy listening to us riff as well, everybody, because I think that's like Brian was saying, I think that has tremendous value, right? Yeah, some that, of the best like, things come out of that, right. I think. I mean, it makes us human. Right. Yeah. Which we, yeah, which we are. I, I, I love being human. It's pretty fun when, it, when you feel good. Yeah. All right. This first one is going to come from Dominique. This is going uh, up to anybody. Let's do rapid fire, quick one answer, one question, one answer. Uh, Dominique says, how can congestive heart failure be reversed? Um, that's been uh, caused by injury from the dam shots. And anybody jump in. All right. So the first thing I would do is actually uh, recommend you go to Thomas E. Levy's website and buy all of his books on how to reverse heart disease. He's a cardiologist and teaches mm-hmm. you how to do it all naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got a book called The Toxic Tooth. Uh, if you have congestive heart failure, he absolutely will educate you on the connections to an infection under a tooth leading to the inflammation in the heart, actually. Uh, leading to congestive heart failure. Also, there is a 10 for 10 at the Dr. Artist Show. Uh, it's a 10-minute video. Uh, it's 10 bucks, and it has a PDF. Dr. Thomas E. Levy and I created an entire presentation on how to reverse inflammation of the heart called myocarditis. All the same principles apply to reversing congestive heart failure. Just go there to the Show.com, go to the 10 for 10 protocols, and download and purchase the how to reverse myocarditis naturally is what I would recommend. I'm going to throw in one extra plug real quick. Um, Go to healing for the ages and buy the videos. That's where you start actually. the basic principles there. There Absolutely. (laughs) Start, start there and then start expanding. But yes, absolutely. Anything that has been done to your body can be undone. As long as you clean the internal and your external environments in the words of Dr. No more vaccines. And please don't get another damn shot. I can't even believe we got to say this to you. Please don't get another damn shot. You make our our jobs harder every time you're going, well, I was scared and I got another damn shot. Don't do that anymore. Stop getting a damn shot. It's like crack for some of you people. Put it down. Put the pipe down. <laughs> All right? It don't work. Okay? Oh, my God. This one is going out. This is Monica. Right I know. If I have to tell one more person not to take the damn shot, okay? Uh, Monica says... I used to love listening to music, but now, oh, this is interesting. Where are we going with this? This is an interesting thought, right? I used to love listening to music, but now after COVID infection, I'm so sensitive to sounds. As soon as I hear something, I don't expect, uh, I I start to shake and uncontrollably. Oh, okay. Let's think this is talking about what you were talking about earlier, Dr. Artist. Uh, It then takes me hours to calm down. It seems my nervous system is always in overdrive. Why does this happen and what can I do to fix it? Wow. Well, one, I mean, um, gosh, uh, heavy metals is one of them. Hmm. And uh, tinnitus, this 
this is kind of similar somewhat to how tinnitus works, um, upsetting the nervous system. And tinnitus is related to parasites. So um, those are just two thoughts that come to mind. Uh, I'm going to tell you, watch Dr. Brian Artis's presentation, Day 2, Healing for the Ages. He covers this extensively. Make sure you get that. And number two, what I'm going to tell you, Monica, stop being fixed. You are not something to be fixed because you are not something that is broken. Your body is not working the way you would like it to work because it is begging you for help. Go learn what that help looks like. Go to healingfortheages.com and learn about the importance of using nicotine to dislodge and using Dr. Artis's new foreign protein cleanse to bind and how to get that stuff out of your body. Okay. Yeah. And very, also the, you got the EDTA to remove the metals like Nicola, Nicola talked about. So EDTA mm -hmm. along with the nicotine patches, along with uh, so the key. foreign protein cleanse has supercharged C60 to help detox the graphene oxide that you're being impacted by with these yeah. EMFs and sounds. It, folks. And yes, please, and please stop looking at yourself as something that's broken. You are not broken. God wouldn't let that happen. Okay. Just wouldn't. All right, Joanna, here's another thing I'm going to comment on after we get an answer. <laughs> she says she's scared of supplementing with EDTA as I have severe POTS. No, you do not. No, you do not. Please stop possessing. Please, healers, and I'm, I mean this, and I'm not, Joanna, I'm not chastising you. I don't know you. I love you. All right. I'm not chastising you. I'm saying check in with the indoctrination of what you're saying. You're saying you're scared of using something that's going to help you because you're saying you have something you do not have. That is a diagnosis, POTS. Never use possessive pronouns or take ownership of a diagnosis. Take ownership of health. All right? Your nervous system isn't working. She says, I have severe POTS. No, you don't. I'm sensitive to many supplements. Maybe, but maybe you're not. Maybe those are just actually doing what they're supposed to be doing in some of the symptomatology you don't like. And I'm not sure how my body could react to something so strong. Is it? Is this a safe supplement? And should I stop worrying about possible side effects? I have been putting this off for months now. Fear is a crippler. Dr. Artis, I got to go to you on this one. Yeah, so I want to speak to the POTS thing. So what Ely was just mentioning, uh, which I think is great, we really do need to stop defining ourselves with these uh, pronouns and diagnoses. And I will just say why. Any patient that ever came to me, I, I would ask them, so what are you struggling with? And they would give me the diagnosis name. And I'd go, no, no, tell me what your symptom is. Like, what are you living with? That's all I cared about because they just give it a name and it doesn't exist by name. It's just mm -hmm. a name only. So with the POTS, I just want you to know, I know it's scary at times to try something new. I will tell you, my wife was very scared to try nicotine patches the first time for her POTS that she had horrifically for six months, these symptoms of standing and then getting real dizzy and wanting to fall over. I never called it POTS, but that's what anybody would have called it. I just want you to know, she wore, she chewed the nicotine gum for three days, all the POTS disappeared. And it was only after having COVID. So also all of her other symptoms of loss of taste and smell, tinnitus, horrible ringing in her ears, all disappeared within three days. I just want you to know, you can use these things, even though she was scared to death, she might get addicted to nicotine, which another, which was another lie for years. Never did it happen. <laughs> Never did it happen. But I had to get over that fear of, of addiction. She was worried about just try the stuff, totally fixed it, rescued her. And she's been phenomenal ever since. Right. 
folks, just hear me on this real quick. And then we got Nicola on final thoughts and I think a question too, but hear me on this. Every time you possess a diagnosis, you possess the fear that comes along with that diagnosis. And that is by design, by the cult of Asclepius, they want you to go in, get a diagnosis, a diagnosis in a Latin word that you don't understand so that you can be scared of it so that they can more easily tell you what their solution is, which is going to kill you even more. You have to give up the fear. The fear doesn't profit anyone. It gets in the way of what is actually needed for all healing to occur, which is belief. I have been working with people for 25 years, Dr. Artis, 25 plus years, Nicola, 25 folks, you're talking about people who've been working with people for decades. The number one commonality among all people who heal is that they believe they're going to heal. And that is the most first and most important medicine everybody needs to be taking every single day, even when you're in the great unknown. Nicola, we got a minute and a half, and then we're going to close it out. Go ahead. What you got? Okay. Just on, on that thought you you just mentioned, you know, I, I think probably all three of us possess this quality, but um, all the clients that I have that heal, the only reason they heal is because they refuse to accept anything less. That's and I, so that's that's an important thing to put out there. But back to that previous question where she wrote, I'm sensitive to many supplements. Uh supplements, when you start putting nutrition in the body, it's going to activate detox pathways. So I'm so tired of people saying, I have an allergy, I'm sensitive. No, no, no. And no offense to her. It's just a language we've been programmed to use. You're not sensitive. You're actually activating chemistry that you're moving away from the dysfunctional chemistry there's chaos as you move towards the balanced chemistry. And that's what that sensitivity is. And again, work with somebody that you trust in natural medicine, because I have found the most important job that I do is support people and explain to them what's happening in their bodies. And when they have that, they are always successful, always when they have somebody in their court like us who can explain these things. Yep, 100%. And it's okay to be honest with yourself and say, I need somebody to hold my hand. And that's what we do sometimes. We reach out and we say, okay, I'm going to hold your hand until you are strong enough and have enough confidence and belief to not need your hand to be held. And And to learn. Right. That's what it's about. That's why we learn so much, right, though? That's why we do Mm -hmm. all this. And we learn because there's there's something unknown. I don't want to be afraid of that. So what do I need to do? I need to go and learn what that is. And I need to go and learn what to do about it. And that's all it is, how to bring your body back into God's divine order. That's all you're learning how to do. You just have, in some cases, a bigger mountain to climb, right? But that doesn't mean that that mountain can't be climbed. Okay. Right. That's all the time we got today, folks. We could keep on talking. It sound feels like for another couple hours, but that's all we got for today. So we just want to say, we love you very much. Keep coming in with the questions next week. We will make sure we do a lot more questions, but we're periodically going to have shows where we just want to chat and hang out with each other. And hopefully you want to hang out with us and hear what we want to say on some of these topics. So until that time, we say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. On behalf of all the healing homies, I'm Dr. H. And again, we love you very much. We hope you have a beautiful day wherever you may be. Aloha and adios. Adios.